Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here's your host, Glenise. Hello, and welcome to the Glenise Show with myself, Glenise Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. And today is actually my birthday. So August 23rd, 2018, I actually turn 46. I almost said 48. Oh my gosh. I have such a hard time these days with the years. Like I actually thought most of last year I was 46, but I'm actually just turning 46. So how does it get any better than that? And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I mean, to be turning 46. Uh, Also so grateful for Uh, our annual party and what started a few years ago as two of my sisters and their daughters and myself heading up to West Edmonton Mall which has a hotel in it and of course tons and tons of shopping and we would just have so much fun and then now you know we would do it every year and sometimes my parents would come and sometimes just my dad and it was just you know it was just awesome and now I happen to live close to Edmonton like 30 minutes from that uh, West Edmonton Mall. So everybody's coming here for my birthday and I have called it the Mork family back to school shopping in Edmonton while celebrating the day Glenice was born trip. (laughs) We never had a title for it before, but I needed something for Facebook. So I thought that that was pretty fun. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's actually what I'm doing today. I'm not, I'm not recording this show today. I've recorded it earlier as I do with all of my shows. So Yay, happy birthday to me and to all of you who share my birthday because I know that there's many of you that actually share my birthday too. And I mean, I guess it's probably not my birthday. We share our birthday. (laughs) Look at me being all possessive, like you share my birthday. Anyway, so on to the show. I actually put out a call to a bunch of my Facebook friends and also in the Insider Club, the private Facebook group. And if you're not familiar with what the Insider Club is, you should get familiar because it's basically the Insider Club for the Glenise Show. You get all the clearings, you get awesomeness, you get personal clearings from me. You, there's just so much. So if you don't know, if you haven't seen the page, the sales page, let me know. I will send you there. It's an awesome Insiders Club. Anyway, so I put a call out to people. What would you like this show to be out about? Because I... I usually have some sort of inspiration and I didn't really have anything. And so I just put it out there. And then this is how the title was, well, somebody gave a little bit of a description of what they're looking for. And then this was created. The trick to stop sabotaging you. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I mean, how much do we hear about sabotage? Yeah. Yeah. And really, the trick, I'm, I'm going I'm to give it away within the first few minutes of the show, even though most of those minutes weren't even talking about the show, I'm going to give it away. The trick to stop sabotaging is to actually recognize that that's not actually what you're doing. <laughs> you're actually not sabotaging yourself. <sighs> yeah, I know, right? So no, don't shut off the radio. <laughs> that's not that's not what I'm talking about. What you want to be aware of is, well, first, how does it feel? Like when you say I'm sabotaging myself, does it feel light and airy and expansive or 
Does it contract? Yeah, it contracts. Now, you might say, well, of course it contracts, Glennies. It's self-sabotage. It's heavy. It's, a, it's an icky topic. It's horrible. I hate when I do it. And what I'm going to invite you to be present with is, or is it heavy because it's a lie? Are you really self-sabotaging or are you just not choosing your reality? <sighs> Everything that just brought up, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pox, shorts, boys and beyonds. You're not self-sabotaging. You're using that as the reason and justification. You're giving it a name to actually just not choose your reality. Everywhere it has been much more valuable to distract yourself with self, self, (laughs) wow, self-sabotage than to choose your reality and choose what works for you. Will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, but box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And this is why it's very, well, I was going to say very difficult, but it's impossible, even though I don't like that word, um, to change self-sabotage because it's a lie. You can't fix a lie. That's why we spin in it. That's why people that told me 10 years ago that they were sabotaging themselves would probably still tell me the same story today. And maybe, maybe you've done that. Maybe you've been the one saying that you've been sabotaging yourself since as soon as you could form the word sabotage <laughs> and you haven't changed it. And that's why we can never, ever, ever, ever fix a lie. And this is where you really, really, if, it's, like, if you're truly ready to change shit, This is where being aggressively present is so important to changing shit. Because otherwise, it's so easy to get caught in that lie that self-sabotage is real and it's heavy because it's it's bad and I shouldn't be doing it and that's why I don't like it and that's why it's... and, And it's like, no, that's not why anything. The only reason it's heavy when you talk about it or when you think about it is because it's a lie. Right? What's light makes you feel expansive and, and airy and out there, like out there is in terms of like expanded. <laughs> contracted, heavy, contracted, ugh, yick. It's the same thing with self-judgment or judging anyone, really, just judgment in general. There's always a heaviness to it. But we justify the heaviness because... It's judgment. Of course it's going to be heavy. But it's like, no, (laughs) it's not heavy because it's judgment. It's heavy because it's a lie. So all of the lies that you have been justifying as true and real and distracting yourself to figure out so that you could fix it. Will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, but shorts, boys and beyonds. I promise you, if it was actually true, it would be light. Like, have you ever, you know, met somebody or had an experience with somebody? And in that time that you were with them, whether it was 10 minutes or 10 hours or whatever, um, there were times where they were just choosing to be a jackass. And in that time when they were choosing it, you were like, wow, they're being a jackass. 
And then there's a lightness to that. Because that's actually what's true in that moment. Now, if you said, wow, they are always a jackass, that's when it would be heavy. That's when it would contract. Because that's not actually true. Nobody is ever any, ever, always something. <laughs> but they could be choosing it in that moment. So if you start acknowledging what is, you'll get a really clear sense of what's actually true and what's actually you're adding the story or the justification. So everywhere that you've bought or sold the lie, that self-sabotage is real and true, and that once you do whatever you need to do, whatever that is, you can then actually change it. Instead of just acknowledging it's a lie and choosing beyond it, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? <sighs> right, wrong, good, bad, online, but box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Whose lies, what lies, and how many beingnesses are you using to create the lie of self-sabotage you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And when we choose, like, so we talk about it being like not choosing our reality, okay? So when you choose from somebody else's reality, it's not having an awareness of yours. So let's say you're married. And you're always aware of your spouse's reality and what they require and what works for them and what, what would light them up. And you're more aware of that than you are of your own. That's, the, that's not choosing your reality. That's what I call a universe jumping. And I talk about this on a lot of different shows, guys, because it's so, for me, in my own experience, I have capacities with universe jumping. And for most of my life, and even to a certain degree, even now, I still do it. And for most of my life, well, actually, probably all of my 46 plus years, depending when you listen to this, um, I was told it was good. Like I was so, in a sense, patted on the head when I would universe jump, when I would be more aware of what other people needed than what worked for me. I, I was told how good I was and what a good person I was. And people were compared to me as being like, I'm good and they're bad because they're not doing it. Now, of course, it wasn't called universe jumping back then, but it was like, you're so nice. You're so kind. You're so thoughtful. Now, those are not bad things, of course. But if you look at that, then what, what did I go away with? Everybody else's world, everybody else's reality is more valuable than mine. And of course, I mean, I know that I chose that. I don't mean that, you know, I'm a victim to it and those people made me, you know, like, it's not like that. It's just, just recognizing that, like, I actually know now that I have another choice. I know that I can be aware of what I like. And it doesn't mean that, you know, I really like, I don't know, I really like apple pie and hubby wants to make a pie and he wants to make cherry that you know I should stamp my feet and say no it has to be apple pie like it's not like that either it's really just the awareness of of what works for for me what works for us and then what's going to create more everything that just brought up will you destroy and uncreate it all
Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, but pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So anywhere that you've played victim to what other people suggested you do or how they treated you when you did something, so you took that to mean it was the right thing to do, like anywhere that, that any of us have then went into, well, it's their fault, I wouldn't have chose this if they wouldn't have done that, we just destroy and uncreate all that, return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, but box shorts, boys and beyonds. At least for me, it's not about that. For me, it's really looking at like, wow, okay, that's what I chose. And now what can I choose? Like now, what would I like to choose? And it really, for me, at this energy of like the kingdom of we. So being aware of what I would like, being aware of what the other person would like, if that's required, And then truly choosing from what is actually going to create more. Not what would I like to choose, (laughs) but what would I like? What would create more? What choice do I have here that would actually create more? I've been looking at that a lot lately from this place of like, yes, have a preference. Yes, have a what would I like, but also. Like what is actually going to create more? And then being aware of when I have points of view about that, like when I don't like that, when I want to fight against it, when I want to be whiny and like that sort of a crazy, because when we truly look from the kingdom of we, it changes everything. And So often we went from the kingdom of them, which is we're in their universe, we're totally aware of them and what they require with no awareness of ourselves. And then we go the exact opposite. Once we have some of this information, we go to the kingdom of I in terms of, well, I'm choosing for me. And if you don't like it, suck it up. And like that sort of an energy. And, and I did that totally. I, I, I know. And I, neither of those is what I would like to see on the planet. Really the kingdom of we. And when we choose from the kingdom of we, it always benefits everyone. And it may not look like that to the person or to even you, you know, like you might get the sense, let's say there was a big family celebration coming up and you just maybe don't love your family or I don't mean don't love them, but love spending time with them. And you're kind of like, oh, I don't really want to go. And I'd have so much more fun over here doing this with my friends. And, but you get the sense that it would actually create more to go. So you may not be very happy about that. Maybe you'll be whiny like sometimes I am, but it's like, it's not about that. And you might get the sense actually would create more not to go. And then maybe you're, you know, one of your siblings is mad because you're not going. But when you're operating from the kingdom of we, when you're looking at what's going to create greater on the planet and it's not light to go, or it doesn't, it's not expansive. Light is not always the best choice of words, but it's not expansive for you to go. Then let them be mad. <laughs> like that's okay. You don't have to have other people or you be comfortable all the time. <sighs> Everything that just brought up, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Whose lies, what lies, and how many beingnesses are you using to create the always making sure people are comfortable you are choosing everything that is we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion right wrong good bad all nine putpock shorts boys and beyonds how many jails are you using to create the dominance of e equals mc squared creating 
the comfortable distance between you and discomfort are you choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put back shorts, boys, meons. I'm not sure discomfort is the correct word, but it really is like that energy of, of comfort being so important. Like you have to be comfortable, people around you have to be comfortable. Like that somehow that's our job. So everywhere that we've made it our job to be comfortable and to make other people comfortable, we just fire yourself now. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, but buck shorts, boys, meons. Because really, I mean, I don't, I don't get that we have to be uncomfortable all the time or discomfort or, you know, it's not like that. I, at least I don't see it as that. And we have to recognize that comfort usually means we've been choosing that same thing over and over doesn't mean that it's going to create more and it doesn't mean that it's not it just there's usually an energy of it that's not probably what you're looking to create and yet we've bought and sold so many lies about it like it's so relevant it's so important and with that said my body desires to be comfortable so this is where I used to get really mixed up with it because I kind of took it literal in the sense that uh, to be, you know, willing to not be comfortable meant, you know, I had to sleep on the floor or stuff like that. Maybe not that literal, but but close, like where it wasn't like, you know, what does my body require? And they're two different things. My body desires comfort. My body loves luxury. My body loves ease, space. You know, there, there's so much there. And yet... I don't have to do it from the place of, and then my life has to be like that too. <sighs> Everything that just brought up, please destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put fuck shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere you've been trying to make your your life as comfortable as your body is asking to be, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put fuck shorts, boys and beyonds. Years ago, when I would really struggle with kind of doing uh, public things, like public speaking, I could always talk to small groups, but put me in front of like, say, 100 people in, you know, in the audience, there, there was a different, and I would always go through this anxiety. Well, I mean, I wouldn't call it anxiety now. Of course, I have more information, but there was this energy, and I would always be like, oh, why do I have to do this? I wish I didn't have to do this, and, and all that kind of crazy, until one of my friends said, you know, Glenice, you get to do that. Like, you get to go speak to 100 people today. She said, do you know how many people would like to and aren't and don't get to? And you get to. And that so helped me to reframe it. But that energy, that what I mean, I would call anxiety was just me stepping outside of what was comfortable. And that is what has helped me to grow where now I can speak to thousands and I can, you know, it's just really easy for me to speak. I can, I can pull anything kind of out of my hat. I can talk about anything. But it took being that sort of uncomfortable, that, that energy, that really assisted me to do that. So everywhere that you're not doing that, everywhere you're not taking the action that you could be because of that energy, whatever you've defined that energy as, we destroy and uncreate it all. Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, online, fuck, shorts, boys, the odds. On that note, we've got to head to break and we'll be right back.
Change your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about the trick to stop sabotaging yourself, which is to stop lying. You're not actually sabotaging yourself. You're not choosing your reality. So the trick then is really, what's my reality here? What would I like to choose here? What would I like to create here? So what secret agenda with not having your reality are you using to maintain what you call self-sabotage as though you are choosing? Everything that is, we well, destroyed, uncreated all. Wow, right, wrong, good, bad, online, fun, fuck, shorts, boys, beyonds. What secret agenda with not having your reality are you using to maintain what you call self-sabotage as though you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreated all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop-pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. What secret agenda with not having your reality are you using to maintain what you call self-sabotage as though you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreated all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pock, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And one more time, just for good measure, what secret agenda with not having your reality are you using to maintain what you call self-sabotage as though you are choosing? Everything that is, we just run and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pock, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And that's such an important piece, guys, is really recognizing... Every time you call it self-sabotage, every time you define it as self-sabotage, you're lying. And what is happening then is that you can't change it because you can't fix a lie. So every time you call it that, you're ensuring that you never change it. <laughs> Everything that just brought up will you destroy and uncreate it all. Return to center with consciousness. 
right, wrong, good, bad, online, butt box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So then it can be when you go to, maybe you even say it out loud. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm sabotaging myself again. And then you could be like, hey, wait, actually, what would I like to choose here? Like, what's my reality with this? Like, you just change it into that question. So it's not that you need to judge yourself ever. <laughs> and definitely not if you, if you call yourself sabotage and you go to that place. But just in the moment you recognize that, then change it. Then go into the question of like, oh, wait, what would I like to choose here? What would be fun for me? What is my reality with this? Because your reality with it is likely very, very, very different from everybody else's. And that, at least for myself, is also the energy where we don't choose it because our reality is so different. If we see somebody who's struggling with money and, and has, you know, has to work really hard and only make a little bit of money, and we have this reality that money is ease and joy and glory, and whenever we'd like it, we can create it, and that makes us so different. So maybe we had that reality for a moment when we were ch a child with money or maybe even longer than a moment. And it was somewhat okay because it was as a child. But as you got older, you started getting the message that that's not okay. Money, money doesn't grow in trees. You're going to just waste all your money. Like we get all of these messages that then goes, oh, we need to struggle with money. We need to work really hard for very little amount where we start then mimicking it Instead of like, actually, my reality is money is super ease and joy and glory. And whenever I require it, I have it. And I have way more than I require. And it's super fun for me. Like, that is probably closer to your reality with money than what you're actually experiencing. And I could be totally wrong because I'm just kind of giving a general statement. But no, <laughs> that quite likely your reality is very different from other people's and you just haven't been willing to acknowledge it or even to own it. Like imagine that, imagine having that. Like the world know that money is ease and joy and glory for you and that whenever you require it, you have it and whatever you'd like to buy, there's money for it. And if there isn't money for it in that 10 seconds, you'll actually create it. So it doesn't matter because you're going to have what you're going to, what, what you would like. And it's just that simple. Like imagine announcing that to, I don't know, even 10% of your friends and family. <laughs> How many people would actually be okay with that? Yeah. And what if it's not your job to have them be okay or not okay? Now, of course, with that said, I'm also not saying that you should announce that shit to people <laughs> because there's a lot of people that they can't receive that. So you want to be aware of that too. You don't want to pretend and you also just don't want to stop yourself. Have your reality, create your reality, be your reality, acknowledge your reality. Yeah, so everywhere you haven't been willing to do that, we just store an uncreated all return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. <clears throat> and knowing what your reality is or knowing what you'd like your reality to be doesn't mean it has to be like that you should know what your reality is. Like, what would you like your reality to be? Would you like your reality with money to be ease and joy and glory? then choose that, have that. It's not that it's like, oh, I have to figure out what my reality is. It's not that. It's like, what would you like it to be? 
everything that just brought up, we just started and created all right, wrong, good, bad, online, put, put, shorts, boys and beyonds. And then once you have that, then you can actually start creating it. Because part of that creating piece is actually acknowledging where you already have that. You know, so with the money piece, if, if the way I was describing that rings for you or if parts of it ring for you, please acknowledge where you're already choosing that, where you already have that. Yeah, there might also be past expenditures. There might be some stress in this other money thing. There might be whatever. It doesn't matter. But don't not acknowledge those other pieces because it's not 100% the way you'd like it to be. Make sure to acknowledge those pieces. You know, I've had people say, oh, I've got, you know, I just, I have no money whatsoever and I've just always had a hard time with money and, you know, just go on and on about how horrible money is for them. And yet when we kind of start piecing it apart, it's like the most magical thing. Like maybe they've never had an employed, you know, a position like they've never been an employee or they've never had their own business, but their spouse brings in the money. So they do the you know the house stuff and maybe the kids stuff and whatever else and their spouse brings in the money and they go into the judgment of like they don't have any magic with money and I'm like <laughs> you jerk come on look at it like look at the magic you be with money it just comes into an account like and acknowledging that instead of I don't I don't have any magic with money because I don't make my own it's not about that so going wow there's money in the account. Every time I go to the account, there's money there. So everywhere you haven't been willing to acknowledge the magic that you be, will you just start and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, puck, shorts, boys, mounds. Now let's take that into the sabotaging piece and, and be present with that. So let's say you have been w- defining yourself as someone who sabotages himself with regards to money. So with that, let's say that you always have to spend the money that's in your account. If there's any extra money, that, that it just has to be emptied. So then people would say, okay, well, this is sabotaging. I'm sabotaging myself with regards to money. <clears throat> Which is, of course, the lie. We've already went over that. But look at what's really going on. If you always have to empty the account when money comes in, is that your reality with money? No. That's not your reality. You're buying it from somebody. Maybe you saw one of your parents do it. Maybe a caregiver. Maybe a spouse. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, you're not looking at what you would like your reality with money to be and choosing that. You're going, oh, every time money comes in, I have to spend it. As though you're a victim to that. As though you don't have a choice. Everything that just brought up. Everywhere you've bought and sold the lie that you don't have choice. When you always have choice. Well, you just start and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. So then it is about getting clear. Okay, what would you like your reality with money to be? Well, I'd like there to always be money in my bank account. Okay, what's it going to take? Definitely not spending all the money in the bank account. That's going to be one of the pieces. That's going to be an important piece. So then it becomes about the choice of it. So that next time money comes into that bank account, remembering that you're choosing your reality with money, remembering that you have choice, remembering that in that 10 seconds, what choice would actually create the reality you would like? Not spending it, not draining the account, 
Now you could say, but Glenice, this sabotage, it runs deep because I don't plan to spend it. In fact, I've planned a million times to have the money. And then every time there's a big unexpected bill that comes in. So maybe you're not going shopping. Maybe you're not going in and spending it like willy nilly, as some may say. Maybe you're actually just getting these unexpected big bills. You don't think that's still a part of not choosing your reality? Because <laughs> if your reality is to always have money in that bank account, then what is it going to take to pay that unexpected bill by not touching that money in that bank account? Right? That's a choice also. It's a choice to go, oh my gosh, here's this big bill. I must use this money in my bank account. What if you don't have to? What if it's like, oh my gosh, here's this big bill. What can I create to pay it right away? I'm not emptying that account. That does not work for me. What else can I create? What could I sell? Can I phone them? Can I make payments? Like what is actually required if you are truly choosing your reality with money, which is to not ever drain that account again, what's required then? What demand of you are you refusing to be that if you would be it would actualize as your reality with money showing up right away? Everything that just brought up, we destroy and uncreated all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, meons. And this whole money talk, I gotta say, like, I, I think I've talked about it on here before. I don't actually know. There's a book called Profit First. And I highly recommend it to any people in business. Uh, and probably to people who aren't in business, it would make a lot of sense also. What it is, is having uh, different accounts for different things. So I have within my business, I have an operating expense account. I have a wages account. I have a tax account and I have a um, something, oh, a profit account. (laughs) So then every week I actually sit down and take percentages out of my bank account and put them in. So I have a 40% for operating expenses, which is still pretty high. I'd like to get it down to at least 30 and that's in the process. Uh, Wages are 30%. Tax is 15 and profit is 15. And that's, I'm really happy with those, um, those numbers. So what I do is I take the money out. I've been doing it for a few months now and it has changed everything. And the biggest thing it has changed is that if I were to see that amount of money, like adding all those accounts together, that, that chunk of money in one account, it would be so different than seeing them in different accounts. So right now my operating expense account has, I think like $9,000 in it, which it, it fluctuates every week. It depends if I, you know, paying for a venue or if uh, whatever, it just, it fluctuates. It comes in and out and it's just changes. So right now that's what I have in my operating expenses. But when I used to look at my operating expenses, or I didn't look at it operating expenses. When I looked at my account, I saw the whole shebang as operating expenses. So then, yeah, of course I'm going to choose lots of things. Of course I can like do all of this stuff if I'm looking at my operating expense account. And of course I can still choose it. I don't mean that, but then not from the place of all that money is for operating. That's not, I have taxes to pay. I have wages to pay. There's so many other pieces that I never, ever looked. And I never had a profit account. I never had profit for me ever, which sounds so silly. And I never, it just never, ever crossed my mind until this book. So it's like now when I look at it pieced apart, 
And this is like, okay, so 9,000 in operating expenses right now. Yeah, I'm probably not going to buy our flights to Australia yet because that doesn't actually even cover one of the flights to Australia. So no, not yet. And I will. If I had all of that money in one account like I used to, I probably would buy our flights to Australia because I have way more than enough when I look at the big picture. So just by piecing it apart for me has contributed to so much because that's more what's actually real than having it all in one account and going, oh, well, this is all for opera. It's not. And then of course, when taxes are due, it's like, oh my gosh, now I've got to get creating and got to get this. And it's like, what these, what these accounts have done for me is alleviated that stress of, I've got to create right now for this. Now it's like, hey, what's fun? What would I like to create? And then those accounts every week go up and up and up. And it's like so much more ease and so much more space and so much more money than I never imagined possible because I'm also not spending it all. There's lots of money just sitting there for, of course, taxes and profit and those sorts of things, but it's, it's a totally different energy. So you may need to look, not need to, but you may wish to set something like that up for yourself too in terms of, you know, always having money in the bank. It's like maybe separating accounts, looking at, you know, here's what's for groceries and here's what's for uh, entertainment, like however you'd want to set it up. I tell you, personally, it has changed everything for me. Like everything. And I've only officially been doing it since June. I did start a 5% profit account in February just to kind of start the baby steps of it. And then in June, I went to 15 for profit. And then I opened up all the rest of the accounts. And I literally have that many accounts. And in fact, I have another account uh, for a, like other things. Just if somebody, let's say I have a coaching program that's $12,000. So if somebody buys that and it's a six month coaching program, so then I would put, and let's say they pay full pay in full instead of monthly, that 12,000 would go into that account and then every month, 2000 of it would come out. So it's like kind of like I'm paying myself each month for that. And then from that 2000 that month, it gets divvied out into those other accounts. It's just, a, just another way to do it. And it doesn't, you can do whatever works for you. I just really like that way. So it's like, what way, what action can you put in place? What action can you take? In fact, I was talking to a friend earlier and he said, you know, I have a bunch of money in my account. And when I have a bunch of money in my account, usually I get a little bit lazy. Like I'm not really that interested in creating because I've got the money. And so I talked to him about these accounts and it was so funny because he was like, oh, wait, when you th- when, when we talk about it like that, it's like, wait, I've got this bill coming up and this bill coming up and this bill coming up. And they're like, oh, no. I actually think I'm pretty much out of money by the time I pay those bills. So this is what that changes. At least it changed it for me because then it's not like being surprised by those bills. It's like, yeah, my taxes are due here, I think at the end of October, and I have way more than enough money in my tax account to cover them. Like seriously, how does it get any better than that? And I have been in business since 2002 and pretty much any year that I owe taxes, there was always a scramble. Because I didn't have it set aside. I knew I should. <laughs> Everything that brings up way to story and uncreated all return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, buck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And these accounts work for me. I'm just giving a suggestion, but you just want to look at, okay, if I don't ever want to empty my bank account again, if that's one of the ways I sabotage myself, then what's required? What action can I put in place? What, what piece, what part, 
do you need to have it in an account that you can't get to? Like, don't, don't, don't pretend that you're not going to spend it. Like, like I shouldn't say don't pretend, but be aware if you're setting yourself up to not choose your reality with money again and be aware that sometimes you need to go in and shift and change things around so that you are kind of training yourself, let's say. (laughs) So everywhere that you haven't been willing to be honest with you when you need to train yourself, when you need to set yourself up to actually choose in a way that works for you. We just run and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, bad, box, shorts, boys and beyonds. Awesome. On that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we're talking all about the trick to stop sabotaging yourself, which is, of course, to stop saying that you're doing that because you're not. What you're doing is you're not choosing your reality. And what would it take to choose your reality? Like, what would you like your reality to be? Now, not everybody sabotages themselves with money, which I was talking about earlier. What is your way to sabotage you? or that you've been lying that you're sabotaging yourself that way is it your body is it your career is it relationships whatever way that is for you what is the reality you'd like to choose with that like with your body what is the reality you'd like to create with your body is it that your body is is I was going to say healthy, but healthy often has such an, such a judgment to it. Is it that your body is energized and, and flowy and you have communion with her or him and there's spaciousness and there's a lightness and, and I don't know, flexibility comes to mind. I'm not sure what that is, but anyway, like, what is it? What is it that you would like that to be like with your body? And 
what would you, like, what's required to put that in action? And it could be, you know, just communing and asking her and or him questions. And, and it could be more. I know for myself, and, and you, I think I've done, I've talked about this different times, definitely on Facebook, I've talked about this, uh, is earlier this year, back in January, I actually started what's called a conscious cleanse. And they have, it's a two week I mean, it, cleanse, I don't think is actually the correct word for it because it is not a cleanse from the way I've done cleanses in the past. So it's really more about just eating, not eating certain things for two weeks. And they're what they are is like common foods that people have allergies to. So dairy, um, a lot of different like beef and pork and stuff like that. Um, a lot of other things that I'm not remembering right now. And, and there's a book, you can go to consciouscleanse.com. You can buy it off of Amazon. Again, they have these cleanses every couple months. And, and then I, what I follow is, well, <laughs> I'm going to say that lightly. What I follow is the 80-20. So 80% of the time I eat like cleanse-like and 20% of the time I eat whatever, whatever else. And, um, and I say lightly because this summer's been... <laughs> definitely not 80 20 uh and and what i've noticed is that some of those things like the the maybe not the flexible not as flowy that stuff is is there again and and i'm aware that my body loves the cleanse foods which is like quinoa and bison which i mean i didn't even i've never never even tasted that before even though i'm canadian um just, you know, they're delicious foods, lots of lemons, lots of just delicious stuff. And so it's like, I know that for my body, I'm aware of that with my body. And so then doing the cleanse every couple of months for me is a huge action towards that. Because then it's not the, oh no, I'm just going to ask my body and, and override her by saying it's really her saying she wants whatever and she doesn't really want it, but I, I've decided I want it. So I'm going to say she like that crazy. It's like doing the cleanse every couple months is like, oh yeah. And of course, if she, you know, said not to do it or whatever, I mean, I, I would do that. But I also know that, especially with food for myself, that's an area that I could say that I sabotage myself if I was going to lie to myself. That's, that's an area that I would say. And really, it's like I haven't chose the reality. My reality with my body is that she does not like dairy. She actually has never liked dairy. I actually was allergic to milk when I was born, and it took them some time to figure it out. In fact, I almost died because it took them time to figure out because that was back in the 70s when dairy allergies were not near as common as they are now. And, uh, and so like, there, there's things that I'm aware of with her that she just doesn't love. Now, I could say, and I did this actually for years, I was using... Um, EFT emotional freedom technique and I totally forced her to eat dairy and not have a response to it not an outward response (laughs) I'm sure there was lots of other stuff but I would you know just totally and it's like that's that's not my body's desire of a reality it's not wrong if your body likes dairy I have no point of view about dairy itself but it's like that's not what my body would like to choose So it's interesting when we do, at least when I look at that from the place of forcing her instead of like, hey, what what would I like? And what what do you desire body? And so the way that we used to eat, hubby and I, prior to the first cleanse 
was very different than we eat now for the most part. And I'm so grateful because there were some things I just didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the information. And even though my body was showing me and giving me so many, so many, so many two by fours up the head, (laughs) up the head, upside the head, uh, you know, it wasn't until I went on the cleanse and, and got some information that felt true. Again, I'm not talking about a diet. I'm not talking about that everybody should live by this. I don't actually believe that. I believe that everybody, if you're aware of what your body is gifting you, I mean, I was taking four super, super, super high dose turmeric pills a day so my body didn't ache I did not know that that was inflammation and I mean I say that kind of like laughing because it's like Jesus Christ (laughs) how do you not like but I didn't even go into question of it it's like okay well this is what's working so if I take turmeric oh okay so I you know took the the stuff off the counter for a while like just a regular drugstore and found that I it wasn't working after a while so then I found some super high dose stuff now there's nothing wrong with turmeric (laughs) but when you're taking it basically because of what you're eating so then it just changes it right like it's so so it's it's we and this is where I went into the crazy when I started using the tools with food because I was using it from the place of okay well if I don't have a point of view about food then I can eat anything and everything and my body won't have a point of view and like really bastardize that tool because at least for me it is not about forcing my body to have what she doesn't desire because I shouldn't have a point of view about it it really is about having the honor for her and And the communion with her of what she would like and when she would like it and allowing her to voice her opinion or voice what's going on. Maybe opinion's not the correct word, but like voice when things aren't going the way she would like them to so that I can make some changes. So everywhere that you haven't been willing to be aware of what your body desires, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, put box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And we all have, our bodies have preferences. You know, we, your body, at least my body, doesn't have a point of view. If I had to sleep on the floor, I totally could. I would, actually, because sleep is, <laughs> sleep is something I really like. Uh, so I, we could sleep on the floor, and I have before. And she prefers a bed. So, can she put, you know, can I put dairy in my mouth and swallow it? Probably. <laughs> Even the thought of it just, ugh, my, my body contracts, but I could. She prefers not to. And she prefers not to have dairy pretty loudly. So it comes out really quickly in some form or another. And I won't go into details for you with that. So it's like, what if we could just be present with our bodies And then also look at, is it truly like, um, you know, so let's say, and I'll actually use myself an example because I was talking to a friend and and my sweet friend, Angela, I talk about her often, her and I swap uh, once a week. And, and so a couple of weeks ago, I chatted with her about food and just some stuff that I was choosing and just noticing that in terms of alcohol for myself, I'll stop the moment my body says no, no more. And it's so clear. And even if I really, really, really wanted to override her, I actually couldn't. Like I, I couldn't. If she's done drinking alcohol, and I don't actually drink that much, I talk about it a lot. 
I sound like I do. I have all sorts of memes that I put out there that make me sound like a freaking alcoholic. I actually drink very little, basically because body doesn't desire it. And so, and it's so easy for me to follow that. Like I know it, it's so clear. Um, you probably couldn't pay me a million dollars to put more into my body if once she said no, because I probably couldn't lift my arms. That's how loud she is. So I was talking to Angela about this and I said, I just had this, you know, this realization because I'd been with family over the weekend and there was, you know, lots of drinking and I did what I always do and I take a lot with me and I bring a lot home. <laughs> And I just, you know, I'm kind of finally piecing it together like, hey, okay, probably could stop buying a lot of alcohol because it doesn't get drunk, drank, drunk, whatever. <laughs> so, so I said to her, but I don't have that same thing with food. Like I can totally override my body. I can totally eat, um, you know, shit. I can like, so anyway, we had this little conversation and we did some really freaking cool clearings. Uh you know, other stuff, other lifetime, interesting eating for others. I mean, so many other pieces of that, that were cleared. And I realized yesterday that I have that now with my sweet body. Like I am so aware now of what she would like and when she would like it and how much she would like, just like with alcohol. And She's choosing some things that I would have told you she didn't want to choose. And so I was playing with it last night because I was like, holy shit. Some of that stuff that I'd been judging myself for that she wouldn't want or shouldn't want, she's actually choosing at times. So it's really changed it for me in that sense. So anywhere that you have decided and judged what your body would want, or wouldn't want and when it chose something you've decided it wouldn't want judged you when you had it will you destroy and uncreate all that right wrong good bad online pop shorts boys and beyonds because that's the stuff we also that i am so willing to be aware of now and willing to stop is that judgment of that because if she says yes to say french fries then I don't need to judge that she says yes. I don't need to project onto her it's going to make her sick or that I'm overriding her or anything because now I'm really clear <laughs> that it's not. Like, it's so, it, it is so interesting now. And so what I was doing last night when I was looking at like what to have for supper with it, I was like, okay, am I like, am I just kidding myself here for what she's asking for? So then I would go to some of the other things that, were available and it'd be like ugh, no ugh, no ugh, no so I'm like wow okay this really is a yes and that is interesting and then done when I'm done like just like drinking like how does it get any better than that so what is your reality with your body what is your reality with food yeah anything that doesn't allow you to perceive no be receive and choose that will you destroy and uncreate it all return to center with consciousness Right, wrong, good, bad, online, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And if you were willing to be your reality with food, what would you choose? <sighs> yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I know for a lot of us, and I remember, I don't remember what radio show recently I talked about this, but it was, it was fairly recent where I talked about like feeling like I was missing out, like when I couldn't have cheese, like let's say everybody wanted to order pizza and then I felt like I was really missing out because it's just like, that's just a no for me. Um, and 
that sort of an energy and it's like and what else like what else what is your body asking for if it's if something's a no for you if your body's saying no what else what what would she like and maybe it's not food related maybe she'd like to go outside maybe she'd like to have sex maybe she'd like to go for a swim in the swimming pool I mean what would she like to have instead of going into that well you know I can't have it and you know it's unfair and I've got this whatever lack lactose intolerance or gluten allergy or like there's so many definitions like what if we don't define those things and we're willing to be in awareness with our body because the thing is and I mean I probably even said it as a conclusion when I was just talking earlier body not desiring you know not choosing a lot of dairy in my lifetime doesn't mean she'll never choose dairy because there's every once in a while there will be something and like, it doesn't mean I have, I'm lactose intolerant. It just means body doesn't choose dairy in this 10 seconds. Because then when we go to the definition, that's when it really solidifies. That's when we go, oh, your body's like, oh, I just didn't really want some dairy right now. But okay, you know, when I was a baby and allergic to milk, I mean, who knows what that was? That could have been a million things. It could have been that my body really was asking to be breastfed by my mom, but in the 70s, that wasn't the thing to do. And, and I thought, I don't have a point of view breastfed or formula or whatever, but my body might have been asking for something different, but then the, 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 um, the whole thing of, well, you're allergic to milk. Oh, okay. You know, and then uh, solidifies it. But what we were told, or I mean, I don't remember it, but what my mom was told is that, and she'll likely grow out of it, which I actually did, but I never had a, I never had a taste for it. Like I never, just to have a glass of milk was just really gross to me. Uh, and then it was when I was 18, when, when the symptoms started up again. But that was also when I was on a special diet where you had to have skim milk every day and like all of this stuff that again, no question. It's just like, here's what you need to do. Not body, what would you like? Or body, what do you feel like when you have this? I mean, I had no awareness of that whatsoever. It just, you, I was supposed to drink skim milk, so I did. <laughs> so everywhere that you have been doing whatever it is that you're doing because you're supposed to and not asking a question, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? <sighs> right, wrong, good, bad, online, papak, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And truly, what is possible for your body, for your money flows, for your relationships, for your life, your living, your career, your business, your everything, if you're choosing your reality. Anything that doesn't allow you to perceive, no, be, receive that and choose it and choose it and choose it and take whatever action is required to assist you to choose it consistently. Will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, puck, shorts, boys, meons. And I know I just said the word consistently and a lot of you went, don't make me do anything consistently. Um, so everything that is, right, wrong, good, bad, online, puck, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because what else is possible if you know what you'd like to choose, if you're clear on what reality you'd like with whatever it is, what could you actually create if you were choosing that all the time, whatever, however, choosing that again, I see choosing and choices as an action. So just to say I'm choosing that to me is not enough. <laughs> it's like saying to somebody, I love you while you're hitting them, right? It's like, no, that's not, love is not a, a, 
like to me love is an action you want to tell me you love me show me you love me don't tell me you love me show me you love me and it's the same with choice don't tell me you're choosing it show me you're choosing it or better yet show you you're choosing it like how are you choosing it what actions required Sometimes it's just changing thoughts in your head. Sometimes it's actually making different bank accounts. Sometimes it's going on a cleanse every couple weeks, couple months, not weeks, <laughs> uh, which they actually have a new one coming up or their next one coming up in September. So if you want more info on that, let me know because I've got the link. It's awesome. I love it. And here we are at the end of the show already. So how does it get any better than this? Thank you so much for listening in, sweet friends. So incredibly grateful for you. I wonder what magic is possible now. Thank you for making The Glenise Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.